0: Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and I've missed you. It feels like on my end, it has been too long since I've recorded a podcast. Um, we usually do a little bit of a backlog to give us some buffer, and then we use it up. So, I'm happy to be recording again. We do this about twice a week. Uh, we release them twice a week. I've just given our secrets about <laughs> our recording practices. Um, and our hopes are that you will be encouraged and edified and challenged in your own walk with Christ by hearing what we're chewing on in our lives. So this week we've got Sean Duncan. Back Hello, again. Sean. What's Back up, again. Sean, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. Yeah, it's
1: summertime, so.
0: Yeah. Good fight.
1: Good college fight's master. on our break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Call uh, in real time. It's finals week for college students, so this is when... The term basically ends for us and we're taking about a month, uh, a little less than a month off and then we'll have some summer good fight, but it's much more casual and smaller because most students go home. So it's relax season, recuperate season, yeah. planning season. So mm-hmm. it's good to be here. Yes.
0: And I'm always encouraged. I get to occasionally I'll ask you about what you're teaching on and yeah. you'll give me like months worth of yeah. overview. And I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I
1: have a, uh, I, I mean, I have it all mapped out until... Week 10 of spring term of 2024. So, like every Tuesday night, I know what it's going to be. And dude, yeah. that's yep. bonkers. We got a plan.
0: <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that you guys are going to get to recoup a little bit for the summer. Yeah. So, Sean, we've been, you and I specifically, have been doing a QA session. Yeah. Where I just wham, boom, right in the kisser. Yep. Pow. Yeah. So, this See if one, I can take a punch. This one is, how do I walk in the spirit? Oh, that's a good one. How do I walk in the
1: spirit? Yeah, there's a handful of expressions that get used throughout the New Testament um, that you'll hear at different times, depending on the author. Um, walk in the spirit. Um, you'll hear "be filled with the spirit." Ephesians, which is a, um, a passive verb, meaning it's something you receive. Mm. So, even though it's a command, uh, "be filled with the spirit" in Ephesians chapter five, verse eighteen, I think. Um, it'd be like commanding someone, like commanding your child, like be tucked in the bed. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, like they're a recipient <laughs> of that. Yeah. They, they passively receive it. They willingly receive it, but it's like, you're asking them to allow you to do something. So God is the one who fills us. So some things about the spirit, the moment someone believes and becomes a Christian, um, one, that's a work of regeneration. So the Holy Spirit regenerates someone, which is a really fancy way of of saying the spirit gives life to the dead heart. Mm-hmm. So take someone who is dead in their sin and makes them alive. And the way we experience that um, is all of a sudden we believe the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um, intellectually understand it where we have the conviction that it's true. And we actually trust the gospel of Jesus His life, death and resurrection um, to, to really give us the forgiveness of sins and to really bless us with eternal life by God's grace and not through our works. Yeah. So um, our experience of, faith, that first moment, whenever that happened, was a work of the spirit, regenerating us, giving life to what is dead. Um, And the moment we believe, the spirit also indwells us. We become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So God takes up his personal residence in us, and that is permanent, cannot change. Um, All of who God is indwells us. Now, we don't experience all of who God is, but all of who God is does fill us. Um, so he's present in us. He also seals us, um, kind of like a stamp of ownership. And that's what the spirit is, is, a stamp of ownership on, on our life and our soul. Um, even when we fall into sin in, in Ephesians, uh, chapter four, it's talking about when we just use our words for bad things, just like we tear people down rather than build people up. Mm-hmm. And there's this little side comment that Paul makes, uh, do not grieve the spirit who sealed you for the day of redemption. So on one hand, like our, our sin grieves the spirit, but it's not like the spirit's like, all right, I'm done with I'm you. Out I'm out. Of here. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the spirit has actually sealed us, um, made, marked us out as being owned by God for the future day of redemption. That's down the road. Um, yeah. So, the, so the spirit uh, fills us. The spirit seals us. The spirit's also a down payment of that future inheritance of mm-hmm. new creation. So, the spirit being present in us and then in our life is is God's way of constantly reminding us that the future reality that we're waiting for of like resurrection life and new creation where there is no sin that it will happen. It's Mm -hmm. like the down payment on a house, the down payment on a car. So the spirit is a down payment. So all those realities are just like, they're true. They don't change, but then there's these expressions like walk in the spirit or be filled with the spirit. And I think you can think about them, um, almost synonymously, but they are a little bit different. Um, walk in the spirit is an expression that Paul uses in Galatians uh, chapter five. That'd be a good spot to go look at it. And uh, it's, he's talking about uh, not doing the things of the flesh. Um, he gives this whole list of sin ranging from things like um, arguments and dissension to uh, orgies and drunkenness. So a really wide spectrum. Yeah. He just says, it says all those things belong to the flesh rather um, walk in the spirit. So, Um, To walk in the Spirit would be to walk in line of what the Spirit desires. So the question would be, what does the Spirit desire? And you don't actually have to um, go too far to find that. The Spirit has inspired all 66 books of the Bible. (laughs) <laughs> All 66 down to the very word that is used. Mm-hmm. It's the spirit of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit who has inspired the text. Um, it's also the spirit that illuminates the text, which is a really fancy way of saying, um, helps us know how to apply it. Mm-hmm. The spirit is, is helping us not only um, understand his word, but he is helping us know how to apply it to our lives. So, there is a path of righteousness There's a path of wickedness to walk in the spirit is to walk that path of righteousness empowered by the spirit. Mm-hmm. So let me give you a really simple okay. example of that <clears throat> in first um, Corinthians 12. I'm just pulling these off the top of my head. So forgive me if, uh, if they're wrong. First Corinthians 12, first few verses, it says that um, no one professes Jesus to be Lord apart from the spirit. Mm-hmm. And no one says Jesus is accursed who has the Spirit. So one of the things of what it means to um, do something empowered by the Spirit is to confess Jesus as Lord. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that apart from the power of the Spirit. In Galatians, I think it's um, at the beginning of chapter three or maybe the end of chapter two. Uh, Paul's just railing the Galatians. And he says, "Did you? Did you start by faith? Did you receive the Spirit by faith? But now." He is working in your life because of your works. Mm-hmm. Like the rhetorical question. No, it's by faith. So not only do you confess Jesus to be Lord by the spirit, but then you live out righteous works through faith in Jesus's lordship by the power of the spirit, <laughs> or as Paul puts it in, I believe in, um, in second Timothy chapter one, he says, God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self control. Mm hmm. So when you uh, are self-controlled and you don't gratify the flesh, fleshly desires, but instead you say yes to righteousness and say no to wickedness, like that moment, in that moment when you're doing that, you are walking according to the Spirit. You're walking in the Spirit. You are, you are acting. You know, walking is 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 a a venturing word. Like you're going somewhere. You're doing something. So you're in step and you're being empowered by and led by mm-hmm. um, the Spirit towards what is righteous and good. I think it also comes into to play in more um, um maybe um un, unexpected ways. So, another example, a few weeks ago I was I was getting coffee with a handful of guys at like Market of Choice like early in the morning and all, all Christians were sitting there talking about about life, um, about um, you know trying to be faithful to Jesus right now and we're like the only ones at market of choice sitting outside the one that's over here by the church mm-hmm. and then there's one other person who's like suddenly near us and <laughs> over the course of our like 45 minute coffee slow this guy slowly inches like closer and closer to us and like it seemed like he's eavesdropping mm-hmm. But also we're like, it's kind of sketchy. Like what's going on with this guy? Like, we're the only ones. Why is he like, and he's not sitting in a chair. He's sitting along the ledge of the, fa- I don't know, it was just all, weird. but he's just kept getting <laughs> closer and closer and closer to us to the, towards by the end. we're like, all right, this guy is so close to us. Uh, and, you know, we, we say our peace, we say goodbye to each other. And I, I kid you not. I mean, right now, if we both stretched out our feet, we could probably touch feet to each other, yeah. which is a weird expression. I don't know why that's how I, how I did it, but like, we're, we're like two leg, leg lengths away. yeah <laughs> That's like how close this guy was to us at the end. Okay. We all stand up and we start l- leaving and you know, all, I think there was like four or five of us, all of us are Christians, mm-hmm. followers of Jesus. And I'm like the last one in the group standing up and I just have this. All of a sudden, like this burden, the sense of like, man, this guy, for some reason, is close to us when there's no one else around and seemed to be wanting to listen to our conversation. I think if I leave this moment and don't share the gospel with them, I would be making a really big mistake and I'd feel conviction for it. Mm -hmm. So then I reluctantly, (laughs) sincerely reluctantly, I was like, "Ah." so I turned around and I went back to him, introduced myself. Um, struck up a conversation and then like stayed around for like another like five, 10 minutes and shared the gospel with them, prayed for them. Um, I don't know if you're like all the way there mentally, either really tired, like had been up for a really long time or mm-hmm. maybe uh, was affected by some sort of substance at the moment, but shared the gospel with them, prayed with them. Um, I don't know what will ever come of that, but in that moment, uh, I think I was being led by the spirit. And then that moment where I literally turned around and about faced, and then took steps towards him. I, uh, I think that's what it means to walk in the spirit to do what's righteous. And and rather than um, gratifying my flesh flesh, which didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And and in fact, none of us obviously wanted to do that because all five of us as Christians, (laughs) we all stood up and walked away. Like that was, that's just what was going on. None of us wanted to do that. And and that's not like, like good job, Sean. It's like, no, (laughs) Good job, Spirit. Yeah, in spite of Sean. Good, yeah, in spite of Sean. Good job, Holy Spirit, to mm. how powerful must the Spirit be to, to wrestle down my own will and desire to not do something like mm-hmm. that and to, to um, bring me into a situation where I'm highly uncomfortable, I'm stumbling over my words, but I'm confessing Jesus as Lord. Yeah. And it's those moments I think the Spirit is... Is leading. Yeah. And then to walk in the flesh or walk in the spirit and not the flesh.
0: So you, I'm glad you mentioned something at the end because I think it's helpful for people to think about walking in the spirit does not mean or necessitate that it's easy or we sense that we're especially effective yeah. or yeah. any of those parameters. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's good. We're going to find ourselves in really uncomfortable situations where we want to, we want to give into our flesh or we want to avoid righteousness. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the preposition in. This is so nerdy. The preposition in <laughs> is is speaking of sphere. Mm. Uh, like lo, Like right now, I am in Chris's office. Oh, okay, right. right. Mm-hmm. Um. So to walk in the spirit um, means you're not walking um, where the spirit has told you to go, or even being led by the spirit, but you are walking empowered by the spirit. You are walking in the spirit. What the spirit is doing, mm-hmm. and you are in that. Like you're in that current. Uh, we were you and i were out on boats yesterday in the river yeah and we were rowing Mm -hmm. but but the river was carrying us downstream (laughs) like we weren't actually doing much we just like we we tagged along with what the river was already doing Mm -hmm. we were in the river we are walking in the spirit um so the the two like markers of Walking in the spirit is one you are walking towards righteousness and away from sin, but you are doing so empowered by the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that is simply yeah. put what walking in the spirit is. Awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, Appreciate answering that. Good question. And I actually do get that question a lot yeah. from college students.
0: Well, listener, hopefully you're encouraged. I know if you've been a part of the church for, you know, any, any length of time you've probably stumbled across that or read it in God's word. So hopefully you're encouraged and edified and uh, have a better idea of what it means to walk in the spirit in your own life. So uh, until the next episode, bye. well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe. So you don't miss out on one and don't forget, love God, love your neighbor and make disciples.